0: Welcome back to A Woman's View on KSL News Radio. Such a delight this week to have Rhonda Menlove with me, former state representative and educator and administrator with Utah State University, world traveler. <laughs> it's good to see you, Rhonda. It's so fun to have Dr. Delena Tonks with me, too, executive director of Mountain Heights Academy. We'll learn more about the academy, too, coming up. And Charlotte Jessup is here, president of Smedley Financial. I appreciate all of your time. I want to move on to ask you about an article I read in the Deseret News that asked, are you ready for a third party candidate? We'll stay with politics just for a minute. Are you ready for a third party candidate for president? I looked up at the monitor this morning and uh, I saw Andrew Yang up there on the monitor. I think he was on CNN or one of the network shows. And I know he's been a proponent of saying it is not only time for a third party candidate, it's past time for a third party candidate. And the country can support that. But then here comes the argument of if there's a third party candidate, it will pull away from the Democratic candidate and then they won't get elected. Or on the other side, it would pull away from the Republican candidate and then they won't get elected. And so people out of fear don't vote for perhaps the candidate they think might be best because they're afraid it will give too much of an advantage to the other side, Dr. Tongs, Can I start with you? Do you do you think it's? I mean, you're I.C.U. is such a, a progressive person, and you're you're in education, and you're in a you know a di- digital education, online education, which is at the forefront of what's happening. What do you think about a third party? Is it time for that? Well, I I think that's such an interesting question,
1: and we've had third party candidates before. That there's historical precedents for this. And in, in 1992, Perot got almost 200,000 of the popular votes. The zero electoral votes. And uh, he was called the spoiler, right? And pulled votes yeah. from both candidates. And uh, it, it wasn't a successful campaign for him personally. I, I think from a strategic pr- perspective, that if a third-party candidate is going to rattle the cages of the two-party system that we have then it has to be consistent and there has to be a third-party candidate consistently to chip away at the two-party system otherwise we'll have a flash in the pan candidate who will steal some votes and if we do that every 20 years i'm not sure that that's an effective strategy to lead to long-term
0: change now, that's interesting. So more than have it be personality-based, like Ross Perot was just, he was a he was a force of nature, that guy, and then got a lot of votes, I think from both Democrats and Republicans or traditional mm-hmm. DRRs. But so instead of even being Andrew Yang or someone like him, it needs to be a consistent presence. That's interesting.
2: It's interesting to hear what's going on when you listen to the, or talk with people, just everybody. I deal with lots of different clients, so I hear all different perspectives and just how disenchanted they are with their candidates that they see coming forward. And I think, yeah, I think that's the reason why we're even asking this question is because we do not have good candidates for either party, either of the main parties at this point in time. And I think that is worrisome for people. They don't really want to vote for the candidate for their party, but they don't want to vote, they don't want the other candidate to get in. And so it's almost by default, that someone's going to win. And I don't think that's really a good way to decide on the leader of our country.
0: And maybe never more than this upcoming presidential election. I mean, what what are the poll numbers that show how many Republicans don't want Trump and how many Democrats don't want Biden, but the only person they want less than that is the other guy. (laughs) And so (laughs) what will that lead to, Sharla? I don't know, it's gonna be interesting, that's for sure. It's gonna be a very interesting presidential cycle. Yeah. What do you think, Rhonda? Do you think we might see a third-party candidate, a a strong one, this uh, electoral cycle or too late for that?
2: I don't know. It is a bit late for jumping in. But if someone had the funding, the backing, the strength, I think there would be a possibility. Looking at the Deseret poll, that was a bit interesting to me that 37 percent of the people maybe would look at a third-party candidate. But only 16 percent, definitely. So I think that uh, shows that wavering. It would have to be the right person. And I'm reading some rumblings about what if Biden stepped down and and Kamala Harris stepped up or what if uh, Trump stepped down and Nikki, you know, I mean, I think there are some of those discussions going on uh, as well. What if the person stepped down? So I think we're still in that kind of messy period of lots of discussion. And I just want to say I thought Celeste Malloy's run was an interesting run because she was basically an unknown, a new person coming in, a new personality, running against more traditional candidates. I mean, Greg Hughes in the convention and then Becky Edwards in the general primary election. So I felt like that was that signaling that people are ready for something
0: different i don't know and i wonder if that might point to the larger issue even outside of party lines in a potential third party candidate but as you point out only 16 percent said for sure because it is still personality driven it'd have to be somebody that really grabs you and i just don't i don't know who i don't know when i look at the field who that person could be rhonda who is the person on the sidelines you think we might see Either Trump or Biden step away and allow another candidate to come in? I can't see that, but maybe you're right.
2: I I don't see that unless the party loses confidence in them. That's the only thing I've been thinking about. What if the party loses confidence? So it may be party-driven more than individual-driven. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, I guess so. Only that Here's my ignorance about party politics. Can the party make a decision, or isn't it the individual's decision?
2: The party has a strong influence, a very strong influence through donations, through support, and there are lots of discussions that happen in the party privately. The party does not want to lose ultimately, and so they're they're going to be looking at all of the polling and all of the possibilities
0: yeah, uh, yeah dr. tonks, any any other thoughts about that?
1: Uh, no, I agree with what what Rhonda has said. Um, that sounds right to me. And again, if it's part of a strategy and a tactical approach to uh, moving the ball down the field rather than the, the cult of personality of one person for any of the, the, either of the parties or a third party, I think that that's about the only way that it would become Uh, popular enough or common enough for people to say you know what okay i'm I'm gonna vote for that third-party candidate the numbers would increase from the 16 percent who would for sure do
0: that it sure would be fascinating to watch if a third-party candidate made it into the white house the effect that would have on on congress too would be just just fascinating let me let me take a quick break Uh, back with my wonderful guests on a woman's view on kson's radio don't go away